Welcome to Episode 8 in the Lives of the Saints first series, the 1928 BCP Saints. I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. In this episode, I pay tribute to St. Philip and St. James, whose feast day or holy day is May 1st. So little is known about these two saints that the authors of the 1549 Book of Common Prayer grouped them as as they did with two other lesser-known saints, uh, St. Simon and St. Jude, into a single feast day. St. Philip is only mentioned 16 times in the King James Version and speaks only four times, all of them, in the Gospel of St. John. St. Philip the Apostle should not be confused with Philip the Evangelist, who with St. Stephen was one of seven men ordained as deacons in Acts of the Apostles. He is listed among the twelve in all four Gospels, and among the list of those present in the upper room before Pentecost in Acts 1 verse 13. The illustration is the Apostle James, an opaque watercolor with graphite over gray wove paper by James Tissot from the Life of Christ series, which Tissot prepared between 1896 and 1894 from the collection in the Brooklyn Museum. Philip comes from the Greek Philippos, which means lover of horses. We know from St. John's Gospel that, like St. Peter and St. Andrew, he was a resident of Bethsaida on the northeast side of the Sea of Galilee, east of the Jordan, and that is mentioned in John 1.44 and John 12.21. From the context of St. John's account of the followers of John the Baptist becoming followers of Jesus, Philip is assumed to have been one of those gathered in Galilee on the day after St. John the Baptist declared that Jesus is the Son of God in John 1, 34-51. It is in this account that we have the first of four glimpses of Philip. There is this from John 1, verses 45 and 46. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth. And Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said, Come and see. St. Philip does not speak again until the feeding of the 5,000, the fourth of the seven signs from the Greek Samian that Jesus did. Philip must have seemed skeptical since St. John tells us that Jesus was testing Philip when he said to him in John 6, 5, Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? Philip replied skeptically, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may have a little. That's John 6, verse 7. The implication is that though he heard 
John the Baptist declared Jesus to be the Son of God, he had not yet learned what that meant. In the rest of the scene, Jesus shows him and the others by feeding the multitude with plenty left over. The illustration is the loaves and fishes, an opaque watercolor and graphite over gray woad paper from the Life of Christ series by James Tissot at the Brooklyn Museum. Philip speaks for the third time on Palm Sunday or the day after, when some Greeks, meaning Gentiles, present for the Passover feast, said to Philip in John 12, verse 21, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Again uncertain, Philip turned to Andrew for help, and together they passed the request to Jesus, who replied that neither yes or nor no, but prophesied of the near future in John 12, verse 23. The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. At the end of the explanation, a voice came down from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. The final incidents of St. Philip speaking came near the end of the same week after the Last Supper and the washing of the disciples' feet in John 12. Philip was present when Jesus spoke another of his I Am declarations that are unique to the Gospel of St. John in John 14, verse 6, saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also, and from now on you know him and have seen him. Exhibiting the same kind of skepticism and stubborn literal-mindedness as St. Thomas, he replied, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us, in John 14, verse 8. Jesus used Philip's lack of comprehension to introduce another teaching declaration containing an essential belief of Christian theology, and in it he mentions Philip by name. Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father, so how can you say, Show me the Father? This encounter is the last reference in Scripture to St. Philip, other than his being in the list of those in the upper room in Acts 1.13. Eastern church traditions have him evangelizing in Greece, Syria, and Western Asia Minor. He is said to have been crucified near Hierapolis, where St. Papia had a church in the early 1st century. In 2011 A.D., Turkish archaeologists uncovered the remains of a church and a tomb which they claim holds the remains of St. Philip the Apostle. The symbol commonly associated with him is a Roman cross, signifying the manner of his death, which was used by the Italian sculptor Giuseppe Mazzuoli in his statue of St. Philip at St. John Lateran Church at Rome 
the primary basilica of the Roman Catholic Church. Little is known about St. James, the second of, of the saints honored on this day, other than his name being in all five lists of the twelve. The English name James is derived from the Greek Iacobus and the Hebrew Jacob, which means heel grabber. St. Matthew, in his listing of the disciples present at the crucifixion, wrote that St. James was the son of Mary, called Mary Cleoclopus by St. John, and brother of Joseph in Matthew 27, verse 56, an identification confirmed by Papia of Hierapolis. And that was early in the 2nd century. St. Mark and St. Luke make the same connection, Mark 16.1 and Luke 24.10. St. Mark called him James the Less in Mark 15, verse 40. But some language scholars believe, based upon the Greek word ho mikros, that this was merely a suggestion that he was either younger or smaller in stature. Another suggests that it might have meant he was the lesser known of the two disciples named James. Whatever the reason, the label stuck as a means of distinguishing him from James the Greater, the son of Zebedee and brother of John. In the 1928 Book of Common Prayer, he is called Brother of the Lord, which is not often used today owing to the uncertainty that this may be a reference to the wrong James. The Eastern Church defines brother of the Lord as meaning he was a cousin of Jesus through the family of Joseph, but not of the Blessed Virgin. For more on the phrase brother of the Lord, see pages 32 to 33 in Layman's Lexicon, available in paperback and Kindle editions at the AIC's virtual bookstore, for which the direct address is HTTPS colon slash slash www.amazon.com right slash author right slash Ronald hyphen E hyphen Shibley. Please be sure to put the S after HTTP to get to that page. Nothing else is known about him. Early tradition says he died a martyr's death by being beaten to death with a fuller's rod which is shown in the statue of St. John Lateran in Rome, used in the previous slide, and in the icon in the Menologion of Basil II. Made in Constantinople around the start of the second millennium. There are no known relics of St. James the Less. The collect for Saints Philip and St. James is a 1662 prayer book collect revised from the original collect written by Archbishop Cranmer in 1549 A.D. and possibly inspired by John 14, verse 6. Almighty God, whom truly to know is everlasting life, grant us perfectly to know thy Son, Jesus Christ, to be the way, the truth, and the life, that following the steps of thy holy apostles, St. Philip and St. James, 
we may steadfastly walk in the way that leadeth to eternal life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In the Anglican tradition in America, Saints Philip and James are commemorated in the special verses for the hymn From All the Saints in Warfare, written in 1864 A.D. by Horatio Nelson and published with the 1892 Episcopal Hymnal and sung to the tune Aurelia. All praise for thine apostle. Bless guide to Greek and Jew. And him surname thy brother. Keep us thy brethren true. And grant us to us to know thee, the way, the truth, the life to wrestle with temptations till victors in the strife. The music was performed by Richard Irwin, whose website is www.hymnswithoutwords.com. If you'd like a PDF copy of all five pages of the hymn, please send an email request to me at frron dot s-t-j-o-h-n anglican at earthlink.net Thank you for joining me for episode 8 in the Lives of the Saints first series, the 1928 BCP Saints. Episodes in this series, as well as episodes of other teaching videos and seasonal videos are or will be available on our YouTube channel the direct address being https colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash c slash St. John C with Saint spelled out. Or a better way by using the episode links at http colon slash slash www.anglicaninternetchurch.net slash digital hyphen library dot html. And please be sure to use all lowercase letters to get to that page. Bible study videos are linked from the Bible study page at the same site. I also invite you to visit our virtual bookstore of historical prayer, teaching, and other publications at https colon slash slash Amazon.com slash author slash Ronald hyphen E hyphen Shibley. And again, use lowercase letters. 100% of all book royalties are contributed to the Anglican Internet Church. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and use its resources at www. Anglican Internet Church
www.ghostbusters.net.